Welcome to 2023. I am so excited about today's episode. It has been just so exciting to be able to have Jane Pilgner on my show, not once, but now twice. Jane comes back today and tells us all about her new podcast that she released over the last few months since she was with us, talking about her masterclasses that are coming up. And I know you're thinking, why, Keitha, do you bring on other coaches? Why do you bring on people who do other programs than what you do. I think you know why. Because I have told you over and over, there's not a one-stop shop for everyone. Sometimes you need bits and pieces of programs to pull you together. I fully believe the program that I coach is a 100% complete program, and it's a transformation program. But there are certain issues that I feel like need a little bit more attention. The Habits of Health book and the Life book written by Dr. Wayne Scott Anderson that I use to coach my clients through the full transitional program, element 16 of those books deals with addictive foods. For most of us, or most of people, that element, there's enough information in there to have you really deal with your addictive food issues. But when you talk about binging, and lifelong overeating and compulsive eating and lack of trust in yourself, insecurity around food, I always encourage my clients to find more resources to deal with that because that is my personal history as well. And so one of the things that I love about Jane is that she talks about body trust and she talks about food freedom. And food freedom is also a lot about what is talked about in the wellness revelation. That is more of a Bible study from our spiritual standpoint. And that also doesn't serve everyone's needs. So by bringing Jane on, sharing her podcast, sharing her her Facebook and her Instagram, telling you to, not really sharing them, but to tell you to follow her. If you struggle with any of these issues, it's to support you and just to know that you have what the resources out there that it takes to make the changes in your life that you wanna make. We all wanna have freedom around food. We all wanna trust our bodies. We all wanna look in the mirror and love what we see. We all want to be happy with the choices that we make and how we feel every day. Since I've found that, I just can't help but to share it with you. So today, Jane Pilgner is back. Her podcast is Binge Breakthrough. Highly, highly, highly recommend you go and listen to her First, I think she has eight or nine episodes now because she started that podcast, I think back in November. Every episode is gold. And I say that in this episode, but she is by far my favorite coach. And y'all know that I just sing her praises every single time that I can. And I'm just honored and just grateful that she came back to the show today. So let's jump in. Hey sister, welcome to the war on weight. Do you want to find some motivation to finally lose your extra pounds? Do you want to feel great in your favorite pair of jeans? Do you want some weight loss that's actually sustainable? Have you given up that any program will ever work for you? Well, I'm Keitha and I'm your new best friend. I've spent a lifetime on the losing side of the battle. I felt frustrated, exhausted, self-conscious, and despite any success I had in life, I felt like a failure, but I finally won the war. How did I do it, you ask? I discovered how to implement simple, healthy habits, how to completely revamp my mindset, and embraced some things that were causing me to turn to food over and over again. Lastly, I discovered how to make nutrition really super simple. And after just a few short months of fueling my body properly, I dropped more than 50 pounds and I'm maintaining it by practicing all the healthy habits you're gonna learn on this podcast. So if you're tired of feeling like a prisoner in your own body, 
You're buying clothes to hide your body, not celebrate it. You're done having your weight affect all your relationships with others and more importantly with yourself. You no longer want to eat your feelings and then beat yourself up about it. Then this is the podcast for you. Let's armor up sister and fight this war on weight together. Oh my gosh, I'm so, so excited. My favorite coach, Jane, is back. So you've heard me talk about her. And if you did not listen to episode seven when she joined us on The War on Weight the first time, definitely go back and listen to that because today she's coming back. She's going to tell us more great things. I'm super excited to have you here for the new year because I think a lot of times it was actually in your this week's newsletter that comes on email, which y'all, if you haven't signed up for Jane's newsletter and her weekly, I think it's called the Monday Musings. If you don't get that, we're going to tell you how to sign up for it. But she talked about for bingers, how that, you know, the holiday season kind of creates some of that stress. And so I think this is a really good time for us to bring Jane back. So for her to tell us what she has coming up in the new year, because for a lot of bingers, the holidays is a time where we kind of get out of control and don't know how to rein it back in. Thank goodness that we've learned skills to do that and to know where we're pushing ourselves in the wrong way. So anyway, Jane, I'm super excited to have you. Thank you so I, much. I'm so excited to be here. You've done some great masterclasses this past year. You've launched your own podcast, which is also great. I mean, you're just doing all these great things. And I just feel like I've known you for several years and followed you for several years and learned so much. And I just get so excited every time I see something new from you because it's gold. And I sing your praises all the time because you really are my favorite coach. And I could just cry having you here again. It just gets me so excited. Tell us about your next series of masterclasses that start January 16th. Yeah. So I have been offering a masterclass every month over the last several months. We've had all kinds of fun and amazing topics. And I'm really excited about this next masterclass, which is coming up on January 16th. And it's called The Three Skills You Must Have to End Binge Eating. And it's really very straightforward in terms of these three skills. But these three skills are probably different than what most people might think that they need to end their binge eating. Now, I'm not going to spoil the surprise and tell you what the skills are now. You have to come to the masterclass to learn what those skills are. But I will tell you that to kind of just go back to what you were talking about with our the discussion around the email this week, the Monday musings and the goal setting. What happens for so many people who struggle with binge eating is we get to this period after the holidays and maybe, you know, you might feel like, oh, I was so out of control. I ate so much stuff. January, January, January comes, I am going to, I'm going to, this is when I'm going to get it together. I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to stop eating XYZ food. I'm going to, you know, kind of really rein things in. And that approach is so often what sets us up to be back in that cycle. And so we've all been there before where, you know, you can have two or three weeks of, you know, putting things together of being quote unquote good or on the wagon or whatever it is only to swing your pendulum in the other direction and end up binging sometimes even more than you were binging before. And for those people who have been in the cycle for long periods of time, you will notice that the amount of time that you can be on or good actually shortens with time. So where maybe way back in the day, when you kind of first started dieting, you could be good for maybe three or four weeks, maybe even two or three months. 
Maybe back in the day, you could do it for six months, eight months, even a year. And now that you kind of have been on this pattern and on this pendulum, that amount of time that you can be good is shorter and shorter. Sometimes for people, it can be days, it can be weeks, it can even be hours, or even just the idea of, ooh, January 1st is coming. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's all these things I'm going to change. Even just the idea of that can trigger a binge, particularly for somebody who's kind of been in this pattern for a, for a long time. And so what I talked about in the email this week was the idea of setting goals that are based on something different. So rather than goals that are based on what you are or aren't going to eat or going to drink so often, it's like, okay, we're going to, I'm not going to have any alcohol, or I'm not going to have any sugar, or I'm going to go low carb, or I'm going to whatever, right? It's kind of like, we focus so much on what we're not going to eat, or on this is the year I'm going to lose X number of pounds, or I'm going to fit into this size of clothes. It's like, rather than setting your goals in that way, it's like, why not consider setting a different type of goal this year? Maybe a goal, I love the idea of like a goal for more connection. If you can have the goal to have more connection in your life, in all phases of your life, this is going to spill over into your eating because not only do I want to be connected with people in my life, but if I also then can say, okay, I want to be more connected with myself. What would it be like to be more connected with my physical experiences, with what hunger and fullness actually even feels like in my body, what foods feel like in my body, what emotions feel like in my body. We, most of us who binge end up using food as a means of disconnection for some way. So if you could set a goal for this year of connection, connecting with yourself, connecting with your food, even connecting with the source of your food, that right there would change so much more for you than a goal that is likely to send you right back into the pattern of binging after a few weeks, a few days, or maybe even just thinking about that goal. Absolutely. I ended up writing in two books this year. It was the craziest thing. This opportunity just kind of fell in my lap and I took it and I was just so excited. So I was approached to be in one book, Becoming an Unstoppable Woman in Health and Fitness. And I was like, mm. oh, that really works for me. Like it really works for what I've accomplished over the last year. Well, then they had this book called Unleash Her. Mm. And they're like, we have a couple spots left in it. It's only, you only have like a two week deadline, but if you want to be in there. And so my chapter was called Dig Deep. Mm. And I talk about how I had to dig really deep to figure out why I buried myself in food to begin with. And so it goes lighter along like what you were saying about like understanding like why we disconnect with food, you know, and that's kind of the same, same way is that we bury ourselves, we bury our feelings, we bury our emotions. I mean, it just, the farther we can just get it all down in there that we don't have to feel it. And so it's doing the work is so valuable and it doesn't matter what plan you decide to do in the new year what exercise routine or what exercise bike or treadmill or gym you're going to join or what plan you're going to follow, if you're going to follow one at all, if you don't do this work that you do, none of them will work. 
Yeah. We all, I mean, one of my, I think my most popular episodes this past year, which really blew me away was one that it's really not politically correct, but it was, it's okay to want to be skinny, Mm. you know, because we've gotten into this diet culture to where anytime we say where we want to get skinny, we want to lose weight. Then people are like, Oh no, 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 no. Love yourself the way you are. Well, you can love yourself the way you are, but still want to be a smaller size. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and people just really can't seem to disconnect that. I think we've taken this, the spin so far to where it's okay just to carry the extra weight, but it's not, you can't be healthy and carry a hundred pounds around. You just, yeah, you can, because your joints and your cardiovascular system and, you know, all the things that keep us healthy for a long life. So we have to do this kind of work. Yes. Before the other kind of work can work. And so I'm yes. just so glad that, that you focus on this work because it is just so good. Well, and the, the important thing is that we can't have this idea that when I lose the weight, when I get skinny, when I finally weigh XYZ pounds, then I will love myself. Then mm-hmm. I won't have these problems. Then everything will get better because that's never the case. If you mm-hmm. have problems and issues and dissatisfaction with your body at, at whatever size, if, and when it gets smaller, you will find things to be dissatisfied then. And I, I know this from personal experience. I have been 40 pounds more than I am right now. And I've been, I mean, I don't weigh myself anymore, but I have been probably at least 25 pounds less than I am right now. And even at my very leanest, which at the time I thought was great, which looking back, I realized was not great. Even then I was finding things to be wrong with, and it wasn't good enough. And I was dissatisfied. The number, literally the number does not matter. If you are used to picking yourself apart now and you lose hundred pounds, you will still pick yourself apart. If you pick yourself apart all the way down, Absolutely. So the, the weight, the result is not what creates the acceptance and the connection and the willingness to be with yourself and to want to take care of yourself and all of those other things that really are required to end the binge eating pattern. Like none of that happens because the binging goes away. It's the binging happens as a, it's a result. It's a symptom. It shows us that there's something else going on. Absolutely. And when we say that we want to be healthy, you know, that means we don't want to have diabetes and we don't want extra hundred pounds on our knees and our hips and our joints as we get older. And we don't want to have heart attacks at 50 years old. Those things are, it's perfectly okay to want those things for yourself, but it doesn't matter. Like you said, whether you're a size two or a size 20, if you're going to tear yourself apart, you're going to do it either way. And if you've got unresolved issues that you're continuing to hide through secret eating or even, and I know that you've talked about it and I've talked about it a lot, whether it's shopping or alcohol, for some people it's drugs, like it's whatever your drug of choice is that's making you go into this cycle. And it's really, none of it's good, but food has always been the one that's acceptable. And it's so hard to to break that whenever you've been able to use that. And especially I've heard it from so many of my clients over the holidays, just going to family dinners. Like, well, there's, am, there's where, so where much that, 
there's so much that happens over the holidays. You know, there's, it's kind of this perfect storm of events where we have family gatherings and there can be so much tied up within our families already. So we have family gatherings. We kind of bring in, in with us, whatever might be there around our families. Then we also have you, you're surrounded by foods that you're not normally surrounded by. There's a lot of eating and drinking. And so anything that might be coming up for you emotionally might be coming up in your nervous system. Uh, If you do have, you know, if there are other areas in which you are restricting or you're forbidding yourself from eating, you know, these foods, and now they're all, all around, like there's a lot going on, especially now people are out and about, they're seeing people. People maybe they haven't seen in two years. If you have uh, been binging, if you have been struggling, if you have put on weight, there's a lot around that, around people seeing you for the first time in a while. Like there's a lot that happens around the holidays, which can really exacerbate sometimes the, um, can exacerbate the behavior. And then if you're carrying shame and judgment around what you're doing with food, then it's just like it all, we're kind of like back into, and and you really can end up in a, in that self-perpetuating cycle. Cycle that just repeats itself over and over. So in your first masterclass for 2023, we're going to talk about the three skills, then what's going to happen after, because I know you're going to be offering more throughout the year. I am. I actually have, you know, I have them pretty well lined out, but I don't have the dates and the topics right in front of me, but there's something that I do want to talk about, which is the, in my podcast, as we've kind of been talking about like binging and why, why you binge, right? We've kind of talked already talked about several of these reasons. This is something that I really go through in pretty good detail in my podcast. So I really want to just invite your listeners, if they're kind of resonating with any of this conversation to, to kind of explore this. So I have noticed there are a pro- generally eight reasons why people binge. And these eight reasons are, none of them really stand alone, but they're all very important to look at. So there's kind of eight main reasons why people binge. And I cover these eight reasons. I think it's in episode number two, right in the very beginning of the Mm -hmm. podcast, I discussed the eight reasons why you binge. Then each of those eight reasons has a solution. So then we have the eight solutions, basically how to stop. So we have the reasons of really understanding why, and then we can go in and we say, okay, well, what's the answer? What is the solution? What do we do about it? So we have the eight answers to, to, you know, the why, then it's like the, okay, well, how to stop. And then I go into detail for each of those eight reasons. And one of the things we talked about earlier that you mentioned is like, it's so important to just understand, understanding why you do it literally is the number one. It's the number one answer because the number one reason why we binge is shame and judgment about the behavior. Because when we are beating ourselves up, when we think we're broken, that there's something wrong with us, that we'll never figure it out, all of that kind of stuff that goes on, that keeps us hiding and it keeps us stuck. But the answer to that, the number one answer is to understand, understand why you started and why you haven't stopped yet. And so the whole process and this whole podcast is really kind of designed to help you understand, 
to help you understand why, like, what are the reasons? Why do I binge? I mean, how many times I know I asked myself so many times, why, why do I do this? Why can't I stop? So I really want to help people understand the why. And then it's like, okay, now that I know why, then what do I do about it? So then there's this deep dive into each of those eight reasons. And some of those things are things that I end up talking about in some of my master classes. Some of these areas, they're basically some ideas are very, yes, you've heard it before, and others are different. It's a different perspective because so much of what I talk about and what I look at is really what's going on for the person underneath. It's not the food. It's really not about the food itself. It's about what's happening within the body, within the nervous system, within kind of that internal dialogue. It's all of that internal stuff, the stuff that's happening underneath the food that's really creating the behavior around the food. But we all want to focus so much on the food itself as the answer. Mm -hmm. So part of the reason for putting together the podcast is to really just help people see like, oh, this makes sense. Like, ah, I either, uh, so many times I have so many people tell me like, wow, I haven't thought about it in that way before, or, oh yeah, you know what? That really does make, that makes a lot of sense. And yes, I do all of those things, or yes, I resonate with all of those things. So I love to just help people understand how it makes sense. Because when you can start to understand how it makes sense, then you open yourself up for awareness and a shift, being able to see what's happening for you, see your behavior in this new way that you've never seen before, which then will allow you to get curious about it, to learn some new skills, to take a different approach than maybe you've ever taken before. And that's part of, with the masterclasses, that's part of what I'm trying to teach also is new ideas, new skills, new ways that you can look at your behavior because we've, so many of us have been doing the same thing over and over again, and it hasn't worked. Or we have this idea that, oh, it worked. It worked that one time for two months. No, that's not working. If something is not sustainable, it doesn't work. Working means long-term sustainability becomes just who you are, not whether you are on or off. Absolutely. I think if you do all of the work and you really understand where it's coming from, you can do anything yeah. because it, it you can choose to eat how you want to eat. You can, con- you, you really have this sense of not necessarily control, but it does feel when you feel so out of control for so long to know that I've got the skills to handle this. It's just beautiful. So I know everybody's going to love your class that's coming up and she, Jane is absolutely right. If you've not listened to her podcast, you should go listen to it because every episode is packed full of greatness. So Jane, thank you so much for being here again. Thank you. I'm not sure if we mentioned the name of my podcast yet, but it is, it's binge breakthrough. Yeah. So yes, I'm really, I want to help people discover their own breakthrough as far as it relates to binge eating. And in my opinion, a breakthrough is something like, wow, like this is different this is, it's, it is a change. It is something completely new. It's a breakthrough. It's not just like a, oh yeah, that's nice. It's a breakthrough. 
binge breakthrough, check it out. And yes, the podcast come to, or the, the masterclass come discover the three skills you must acquire to end your binge eating. And I can guarantee you, they're probably not what you think they are. I will make sure everything is in the show notes, the link for your podcast and to your websites and all your socials so that everybody can connect with you if they did not connect with you the last time when I had you on. But I will see you in the masterclass and can't wait to listen to your podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me back. Sister, could you relate? Did you feel that woman inside of you just trying to break free? If so, then we need to be friends. Head on over to the Facebook and send me a friend request. I'll actually accept it. You'll get my daily healthy eating recipes and see all the fun I have living a larger life in my smaller body. And you may even get a laugh or two over me and my 50 plus chickens. I proudly claim the crazy chicken lady title. Plus, you might get some guarding tips on growing your own healthy meals. You'll quickly fall in love with my chocolate lab Brady and one of my mini cats. You'll also see that I am a lipstick-loving, coffee-drinking mom, wife, and Jesus freak. Can't wait to see you over on Facebook. And more importantly, I really want to hear your thoughts on the show. I want to see your written reviews. Take 60 seconds and leave me a written review and then screenshot it and go on Instagram and tag me so I can give you a proper thank you for your review. If you're already thinking I might be the coach from you, you can go ahead and schedule a free appointment with me at coachkeitha.com. And how you spell Keitha is K-E-A-T-H-A, coachkeitha.com. You can find all my social links in the show notes as well as my website link. Thanks again for listening to my show. I'll see you on the battlefield. Until next time.